Well, well, well. Hello, hello, sisters. Welcome to Choose to Live Free. This is Kate A. Daisy, and it is great to have you listening today. First of all, today is Thanksgiving 2022 in the U.S., and I know some parts of the world join in the celebration. So happy Thanksgiving, y'all, and thank you for listening to the podcast today. What I aim to do with this podcast and the wider ministry is help you heal and transform your heart and mind as you choose to live free in Christ every day. I believe healing is our choice and once we embrace that process, we can truly heal others as we are healed. So I say, healed people heal people. (laughs) If you're new to the podcast, I want to say welcome and I want to give a shout out to Fully Watered for joining us on Instagram. Welcome to our dear sister community. You can find all about me and the organization. I am Free Woman Ministries at ChiefJoyActivator.com and I am FreeWoman.org. And I want you to subscribe to receive first-hand news, information, and updates from us and follow us on Instagram and Facebook so you know and stay connected and plugged in to all the things that we have going on at Chief Joy Activator and also at I Am Free Woman Ministries, okay? Listen, this podcast is you and me navigating the world of healing the heart and mind by integrating faith and well-being tools to activate your spiritual, emotional, mental, and physical healing and the bonus, financial well-being. I bring the parts of me that are healed and the parts that are still healing along with important friends that I invite to sit with me and with us as we discuss and share compelling stories of freedom. Walking the rich and beautiful life of faith plus being your authentic godly self can sometimes be so tricky. So Choose to Live Free podcast is my way of making faith walk plus healing plus everything in between about life and living it relatable and (laughs) Joy-filled. All right, so let me go ahead and share with you some things that we have coming up for today's episode. Listen, every sister needs a sister like my guest this week. What do I mean by that? That sister friend who can keep it 100% real, but in an eloquent way. She says what she, what needs to be said without the stinging microaggressions that go with it, right? The sister friend that makes you feel seen, heard, known, and that you are the only one in the room. Seriously, she can make you feel like that, okay? There is a friend, a great girlfriend, a sister friend for every season, and God makes them walk into our lives at just the right moment. Mm-hmm. Caroline Colleen, the mama champion, joins me on the podcast today for a sister friend conversation all about being busy mamas, holiday traditions, being authentic and real to yourself and others, and living a life full of rhythms. We had a whole conversation before I hit record as always, and you wouldn't even know that we both needed good Sunday afternoon naps. (laughs) Caroline texted me and said, um, 
you know, and I was like, yeah, I need a nap too. But when we got on the session, on the recording session, it was like we had been talking all throughout the morning, okay? So I want you to listen to some life lessons, some real talk about being a woman with a life mantra, some wisdom about living on purpose from a joy-filled sister, okay? Caroline is a mom of three beautiful girls exuding radiant joy and radical freedom while helping other mamas do the same. Caroline shares her breaking free, breaking through, and breathing again moments as it relates to divorce as she navigates a rhythmic life on purpose. So this is what I want you to take away. Your three thoughts from this conversation. You thought number one, you need a life mantra, one that keeps you living on purpose and with purpose. Thought number two, pace yourself with your life dreams and goals. Life happens, and so if you need to pause and start, pause and start, then do just that. Embrace the freedom to rest and lean into the trials and triumphs you experience in life. Thought number three, have accountability with women that will inspire you to be your best self. Okay, so I think I've said enough. So let's go ahead and hear from Caroline as she discusses and shares a bit about herself. And I pray that you remain blessed, okay? I love you. Elise, you want some of that soup? I made the chickens the chicken soup. Okay, I'll get you that. I can do that. Give me a minute. <laughs> well, 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 you everyone, this is Caroline Adams. She goes by Caroline Colleen, Mama Champion. And I just want y'all to be inspired by what she has to share. I I texted her and I said, you know, we have Thanksgiving coming up and I want you to come and talk about everything to do with being a mom, a wife, a woman, a family, traditions, you know. So this is actually going to be kind of sort of like a, what do you call that? When you put all the ingredients together and figure out what it becomes, I don't know, like- Hodgepodge. Hodgepodge <laughs> of topics, <laughs> of topics. But it's all centered around being a mom and woman. And even if you're not a mom, like being a woman, you know, like this this thing called woman, like it's, it's, it's these days you don't hear a lot of people celebrating that. Like I want us to be able to celebrate W-O-M-A-N, being a woman and how unique God has created us to be in family and even friendship family. There are different types of families out there and being in these types of groups and what we bring to the table in the workplace, in, in churches, wherever it is. So I, I really reached out to my friend Caroline because I was like, you are the mama champion. And when I look on your Instagram, you're saying empowering, overlooked, and underappreciated mamas. So I want you to go ahead and tell the people who you are. Tell our sisters who you are. <laughs> yes, like you said, Kate, what an honor. <laughs> yes. So yeah, I call myself the mama champion. I am a certified life coach. And I do, I like to serve, empower, and encourage the overlooked and unappreciated mama. And that is a mama who is married, single, divorced, never had kids, has a house full of kids, 
Um, I've even learned in this life, mama, friendship, woman journey, you know, even moms who are in that stage where their moms have, I mean, their role has mom, has mom has transitioned to them having adult children. Mm -hmm. Like we still have these challenges and these struggles with an empty nest and with Mm -hmm. redefining um, Mm -hmm. and pivoting as a woman Mm -hmm. in that stage of life. So Mm -hmm. I love connecting with women, all ages, all stages, (laughs) and just reminding them um, who they were meant to be. Mm -hmm. That's what I like to say, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because we lose ourselves. I was that overlooked underappreciated, overwhelmed (laughs) uh, wife and mother. Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. through coaching, my perspective just changed and it changed everything for me. Yeah. Yeah. So you were married. How many years were you married? I was married for like 11 years. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then you transitioned to become a single mom of Three girls. Three I have a girls. Six year old, seven and fifteen year old. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, she is. Thank you, Addison. Yes, oh, she's. Can she open the other bag? Yes. Go ahead. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> yes, 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 dear sisters. You you know what? When I started this podcast, I said, I am not going to try to be perfect because I want every sister who listens to this podcast to see and sense the realness when it comes to Christian women, women of faith, trying to do life, trying to live godly lives while still, you know, being a career woman and being a mom and a wife and a sister and a friend and all these things. And, you know, just having those moments where life is real and you have to deal with it. So, so the interruptions are fine. Okay. It's not, this is not Oprah. So So, so, you know, um, when we met, I love, I I mean, I'm the chief joy activator, but I always look at you like, you just give me more joy. more joy and I know you have so much on your plate you know in your professional career as well as you know your coaching career and all the things that you do so you know how do you how do you even try to have a balance of all these things and still have this joy every single day so you know what Kate you're right I am joy and one of the things that draws me to you when when I saw that you were the chief joy activator, like I found that out after I met you, I was like, oh my goodness, I love that. And um, when I worked with my life coach, one of the things we did was we came up with a life purpose statement. And my life purpose statement is that I am radiant joy that gives birth to radical freedom. Wow. Yes, let me tell you. I highly recommend having a life purpose statement. Yes. Um, Yes. And so it is something, it's not a destination. It is just, it speaks to the essence of who you are, right? And so when I think about, yes, I have a full-time job, uh, extremely demanding full-time job. I work in IT at a healthcare system. And then I have um, a coaching business. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, I don't have very many clients right now. That is one of the choices I had to make Mm -hmm. to get a healthy rhythm in my life. Mm -hmm. This is just not the season where I can coach 
all the clients that I could coach. So one of the things is not everything that you can do is not everything that you must do. Mm, Hello? mm, Come mm, on, mm, sis. And y'all, I am a former pleaser. Uh, (laughs) Placator, we call it in therapy. (laughs) Okay. So honey, that is an ongoing journey for me, moment (laughs) to moment, day to day, learning to say no. No. So, um, yep. So life coach. Um, and then yes, three girls and to be the kind of mom that I want to be, because I like to be all in with Mm -hmm. the kids, Mm -hmm. you know, I do the meal planning, which I know you're familiar with. Um, and I like to keep them involved in some activities, but Mm -hmm. we don't overdo it with the activities. (laughs) And then I really like to, I like to go to church and I like to serve at church. I don't like to be a spectator. Um, so then that means I'm very involved there. Now <laughs> you were asking about how I keep it all together. Yeah. You know, so one of the things I used to be very involved in was PTA. Mm. Um, I love being a uh, present uh, at my kids' school, letting them know that I'm there for support, which as they, my oldest one, she doesn't love that. <laughs> But I also like knowing what's going on. You know, who is her teacher? Who is her principal? But one of the things I had to do for myself was pull back from PTA when I found a ministry at church that I really loved and was passionate about. So once again, one of the things that keeps me feeling like there's some balance (laughs) is saying no, you know, and then having those different seasons. So there was a season where I was president of the PTA. I was at the school every chance I could get. That's where I needed to be. And then there's a season now where that's not the case. That's not the choice for me. I give someone else the opportunity to Mm -hmm, do that. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And it is, you know, we want to be everything to everyone. And in that process, what happens to us? You know, we are tired. Mm -hmm. We think we are giving our all, but we are really not because we are tired and we are frustrated and all these little, Mm -hmm. little emotional tirades that we have within us, you know, and then the one person that's really suffering is us and our spiritual life is suffering. And, you know, before you know, you're like, I can't connect with God. I, I don't know. Something is going, something is off and it's like, are you resting? Are you able to have your boundaries? What are you doing when it comes to the guardrails that you need to put up, right? What are your rhythms? You talked about rhythms. What are your routines? All these things. And it's like, we have to know how to, you know, manage ourselves. Like, how do I manage myself and still have all these hats on and be perfect, you know, at it? Not perfect in the eyes of what the world says, but in the image of what God has created us. You know, we we were created in his image. And so we are supposed to walk in his likeness. What does that look like? You know, what are we chasing? I hear people talk about chasing joy and chasing happiness. And I was like, you'll be chasing that forever because (laughs) nobody should be chasing joy. Nobody should be chasing happiness. Don't chase anything in life. The only thing you should be chasing is trying to go after Jesus. 
that mm-hmm. is what you should be chasing pursuing yeah. you know that's the only mm-hmm. thing that you should be chasing so so i really do like that you started off talking about boundaries and the power of no and being able to believe that when you say no you're actually saying yes to something number one and you're giving an opportunity to someone else you know that's why sometimes you're like oh let's do it all ourselves and it's like no you're giving an opportunity to someone else you know so talk to me about as a friend, you know, as women, sometimes I, you know, I think yesterday we touched on this where it was kind of like, you know, I don't need women, you know, I don't have, I, I can't be in, in friendship, friendship with women, blah, blah, blah. Tell me about how, you know, throughout your lifetime so far, you have been able to cultivate real girlfriends, real friendships with other women that uh, helping you and propelling you and speaking life into you. How, how how have you really journeyed through this process of being able to be with other women and still, you know, know who Caroline is? So that is a is a great question, and it's near and dear to my heart because I do not know how I would have made it through the toughest season, seasons in my life without my faith and my girls. Mm-hmm. Um, when I tell you the sisterhood has just given me so much love and so much support, so much encouragement <laughs> through low, low, low times. And there's something else I want to touch on before I get to that. You talked about the only thing we should be chasing after is Jesus. And here's why I think that is so true. He is the one that chases after us. Mm. Like he is the one that is pursuing us. All that time that we're running after this and that, and I want to be the top this, and I'm a boss and, you know. I'm a CEO. uh, Come on. (laughs) He is like, I'm waiting for you. I'm waiting for you. I'm waiting for you, daughter not in condemnation, but in love. Yes. And so all those other things we're chasing, they're not chasing after you. Mm -hmm. And it is really, Mm -hmm. I'm going to say it, but it's really delusional to think that those things you're chasing so desperately for are going to give you what you think. Seeking approval from the wrong people. Let me tell you. So with that being said, being in position to just really grow and dig deep in your faith, in my faith, that's a part of how the relationships that I have are so meaningful. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And I do have those healthy boundaries, right? Mm -hmm. Because the more I spend time with God, the more I see who I am, Mm -hmm. the more he reveals to me what I'm not. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Those things Mm -hmm. that I can do better, Mm-hmm. those choices that I can make that are healthier. Mm-hmm. Um, I do, I get a chance to see what's real. Yeah. And um, I am, like I said, I'm here in Georgia. I don't have any family here. Um, but one place I've developed a lot of healthy relationships is work. Mm-hmm. A lot of, a few of my very good friends are people mm-hmm. that I work with, have worked mm-hmm. with for years. Mm-hmm. And then we developed a relationship outside mm-hmm. of work. Mm-hmm. So that's one place. and. Uh, the reason why that's possible is me showing up authentically at work. Yes. Right. Yes. So at work, people know that I'm a person of faith. 
at work, people know that I'm this joyful, bubbly, you know, person. Mm-hmm. It's just who I am. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. when I'm myself, I have this beautiful exchange with other people. And, you know, that's what I encounter with you, Kate. Mm-hmm. There's certain people that you meet that you just have this... <laughs> this beautiful exchange and you're like oh yeah this is yeah. what mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I call it your authentic godly self you know mm-hmm. and I, I like to put godly self in there because he is always molding us into his image that we should be if we are left up to our own devices honestly if, if I was left up to my own devices I want to be in a bathrobe and I want to be home all day, every day, 24 seven. That is me. Okay. (laughs) Like my natural self, my personality is introverted, just quiet in my own corner. Yes. I say that and people are like introverted, but yes, in my own corner, but being molded into his image as my authentic godly self is me allowing God and asking him to show me where I need to be the kind of love he wants me to have for people, you know, working on my heart enough to say that, okay, in my natural state, I want to be there, but you are asking me to be here. So let me show me how I should be, you know, and the more you allow him to mold you, the more it becomes you. And so when Jesus comes in, he's like, "Mm, now I'm going to have to re-nurture what you have grown up with. Okay. And mine was taking that sadness and turning it into joy. So when I see my nature self bending towards sadness, that's when I have to be like, I need some Afrobeats, y'all. I need to kind (laughs) of, I need my joy. So, so what you're saying is so, so necessary that, you know, knowing yourself in in order to even show up your authentic self is so important. So, so important. And I appreciate that. I appreciate that you mentioned that your authentic self and showing up that way, you know, invites people in. Really, because people can smell your funk. They can smell your fakeness. They can smell your fakeness, your fakeness and your funk. (laughs) You know, like they can smell it. (laughs) And it also gives you, and it it gives you the confidence to have that funk when you (laughs) should, or when it does make sense, you can confidently be like, okay, this relationship is not for me. (laughs) Mm -mm, mm -mm. We are in agreement. Our stuff don't mix. You know, and then for those that are, you know, that's also plain to see. Yeah, yeah. So, so you know, in in the in, in what we do um, as an organization, one of the things that we have is a cycle of how we get to this place of um, freedom, of authenticity, of knowing who we are. So, I want to start that with you. Tell the, the 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 listeners, our sisters, a little bit about you know any. I remember you mentioned your girlfriends were there doing your low low moments talking about those low low moments how did you manage to start breaking free from those low low moments what are those practical things that you did that helped you to start kind of like woof, break free <laughs> yes okay so I can tell you what I can think of and I can literally see my journal entry mm-hmm. so just the fact that I'm mentioning that journaling is one and I'm a doodler so I like to have different color pens and um, I like to do images when I take notes I'm a big Mm -hmm, note taker mm -hmm. so one of the things I started doing was leaning into I like to doodle 
So in meetings at work, when I'm taking sermon notes, I, I now doodle. Mm -hmm. I made a commitment to myself that I was going to do something that's natural to me, but seemed kind of weird and childish. Um, so yeah, so one of those things is doodling. And, um, as I was saying, I can very specifically see this journal entry that I made. There was a day, several days that I could not get out the bed. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to eat. I didn't want to drink. I didn't want to talk to anyone. Um, so I split custody with my kids 50, 50 with their dad. He has them for seven days. I have them for seven days. Y'all, those those first couple of seven days mm -hmm. without my kids. And I mean, at that time, I've been divorced four years. They were like two, three, and maybe 11. I don't know, but they were little. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and speaking of being lost and overlooked, I had lost myself in being a wife and motherhood. So to be without them, like, I didn't know how to describe. Mm -hmm the words for that. So on those times when they were gone, I just, I really struggled to function wow. and figure out what my life was supposed to look like without them there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, okay. A couple of days have passed. My girlfriend has called a couple of times. Um, I had one girlfriend. She was like, Caroline, have you eaten today? Mm -mm. Mm -hmm. Will you just get up and eat? I don't want to eat. Mm -hmm. Caroline, just make a smoothie. I know you've been wanting to like, uh, okay. <laughs> I got out the bed that day. I made a smoothie. When I tell you, I felt so much better. Mm -hmm. And all she did was say, have you eaten? Have you eaten? Yeah. And one of the things I've learned it, so I used to be this really happy, joy, bubbly. I have to be really happy and because that's who I am. And I didn't know how to deal with negative emotions and mm -hmm. negative feelings. Mm -hmm. So my girlfriend taught me, you can't just be with someone who's going through something. Mm -hmm. There's not always going to be a scripture or a mm -hmm. quote mm -hmm. or something to laugh about. Mm -hmm. But girl, have you eaten today? When was the last mm. time you took a bath? Mm. Just try it for me. Mm -hmm. Promise me that you're going to do that today. Mm -hmm. That was it. So that. Mm -hmm. I have another example. A girlfriend, I was, didn't want to talk to anybody, didn't want to. She called my mama, y'all. Y'all, <laughs> she called my mama. <laughs> Girl, when I tell you my mama called me, it was like, so-and-so told me you have it. Child, it was over. I was so annoyed. I said, you come on. What, what you got my mama number? Who gave you mama? First you're annoyed, and then you're like, okay, she cares about me enough to call my mama. <laughs> I made it better. But I did not have the wherewithal to even say to my mama, I, I, I don't yeah. know if I'm going to make it, mama. Yeah. Yeah, I hear a lot of, you know, during that moment to, to for you to break free because you said something, you know, oftentimes, um, irrespective of culture, oftentimes when you're going through something and people know that you are a child of God or a woman of faith, people want to come at you from that angle, like, you know, with God and scripture and all that. But then we forget that 
we are also human and we also have the flesh and we have the soul within us that has this personality and this consciousness and all these things that, you know, we are trying to make sense of what we are going through. And oftentimes the last thing that we need is for someone to say, God is going to pull you through. Oh, you know, it's kind of like, I need you to come to me with like the basics, you know, have you eaten? Have you taken a shower? When was the last time you stepped out? You know, when was the last time you hugged your kids? Like something that is like very basic and normal, (laughs) you know, because at that moment, what people don't want to hear is like a scripture. I was just talking to um, another guest for a podcast on grief during the holiday. And we talked about that. Like, don't come at me with like, you know, God can do all things and all that. It's like, I know, I know he can do all things right now. What I need is a real sister. Like, yeah. let me vent. Let me, you know, I need you to be real right now, you know? Mm-hmm. And, you know, to our sisters listening, it's kind of like, you know, you have to know. I call it temper the temperature. You know, like you have to sense the temperature and be like, mm, you know, how do I even talk about something? And is she, how is, how is my friend? This is where being a friend is so critical, you know, like being a friend and being like, what do you need? Tell me how I should be a friend to you in this moment. You know, tell me how I should be a friend to you. And it's kind of like, I just need you to sit here. I just need to vent to you. Can you hear me out? You know, don't tell me what to do. Just let me vent, you know? So as you're talking about your breaking free moment, I'm hearing a lot of, you know, friendship and community and people that, you know, you respect and are keeping you accountable, you know, to like these things, you know. And so as you started to break free and you were going through that breaking through, so now you've come out for air and you're kind of like, okay, all right, Caroline, get yourself together, girl, like, what are some of the things that you really implemented in your life to ke- help you kind of break through from the darkness that you experienced? So one of the things I want to say too, especially for those of us, um, it doesn't even matter whether you're married or have kids, even as a single woman with a career um, or who likes to serve in the community, those of us that are active in sororities and, um, you know, we usually like some of us tend to like to serve and give back. Um, So being able to receive, Mm. Mm. asking for help, y'all, it's a muscle I didn't even know how to use. Mm -hmm. And I just have to say, what we cannot do is be so willing and committed to serving and helping others and then when you're in need, not willing to ask yes. those who you who, who care about you yes. <laughs> for what you need or yes. being able to receive it. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Ooh, let's yes. not do that. <laughs> yes. Yes. So that was a big one for me, like asking for help. Like I had a mm-hmm. girlfriend at one time that I needed a ride to work. Like and I did not want to ask. Mm-hmm. I did not. And when I asked her, she was like, of course, I'll give you a ride. Like, mm-hmm. Caroline, we live right around the corner from each other. Like, mm-hmm. why would you even, <laughs> I mean, so a part of my maturity is being able to receive and ask receive. for help. Yeah. 
Um, so being able to receive, um, and speaking in terms of asking for help, uh, so for a while, I took a, like a divorce care class. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That was very helpful. I met a lot of friends through that, uh, women that were going through the same thing. Mm-hmm. You know, all of us who look like we have it all together, um, but things are just falling apart behind the scenes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, being able to see other people who were going through the same thing was very helpful for me. And once again, another way of reaching out for help you know, you think you don't want to share these personal things in a group, mm-hmm. but this is what it's specifically designed for. Yep. The women who facilitated the group are still my friends to this day. Yes. And y'all, when I tell you to watch how all of our lives have changed in the last four to five years, those mm-hmm. people that I've met in divorce care, mm-hmm. just a continual source of inspiration mm-hmm. and just me remembering and being reminded who God yeah. is and yes. what he has for us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, as, as you were talking about this breaking through moment and some of the things that you did to kind of help you break through, I was just at, you know, when you talk about being able to receive and it is hard, it is hard, especially when we are known as the one that everybody comes to, you know, everybody comes to, and it's kind of like asking for help and being able to receive the help. But I have actually come to enjoy asking for help. And one thing that I want to say to you is I have called you like two times so far this year with an issue. (laughs) One was regarding school. I was like, I don't know. I was having a Holy Spirit moment and I, God said, I should call you. And the other one was just yesterday, you know, and it's, it's unlike me. But then again, it goes back to knowing the people in your circle. That's right. Who can handle different things. Hey, y'all. This is just a quick message that I want to share with everyone. The week of December 5th, 2022 is going to be the launch week for the Chief Joy Activator team. If you're looking to become focused, disciplined, consistent, and achieve major life goals in 2023, I have created a biblical blueprint to get you living your full focused life in the new year. Also, I have a product, y'all, a planner that I created and have tested for three years now, 2020, 2021, and 2022. A lot of work has gone into this planner to make it exactly what it's supposed to be to help you live that full focused life. With much prayer and navigating God's will, I am bringing these tools to you. So my Systems of Life workshop will be open for enrollment in a couple of weeks and the planner will also be available for pre-order. I want you to join me for an exclusive three-day coaching training jam-packed with tools and tips and a template that will get you working on those new year goals. More information coming on ChiefJoyActivator.com and I hope to see some of you there as you continue to plan and live that full focused life and that joy-filled life that God has intended for you in 2023. So see you soon. All right, back to the conversation. You know, some of your friends, they are good at cheering you on. <laughs> and you have those friends that are going to read scripture when you need scripture. You go to them, it's like, girl, I need a word. And then you have those friends that are going to just 
keep you accountable, kind of talk to you and kind of help you process, you know, something that you're like, was I wrong? You know, like, you know, like that. So you need to know the types of friends that you have, you know, and if there's one that's missing, it's always nice to be intentional with your friendships too. Like I need somebody that's going to keep me accountable. And all of these girlfriends of mine, they're just going to go with the flow. Let me just be intentional and find somebody that's going to keep me accountable. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> you know, and it's okay. It's okay to have friends with different giftings that you tap into when you need to. That's why they are there. That's why mm-hmm. you connect with them. And because they also need you, they need your gift, they'll come to you, you know? Mm-hmm. So, so yeah. So I like what you said about receiving and also not being afraid to ask for help during that season, you know? Yeah, I like that. You're breaking through. So breaking through happens and then you start to breathe again. This is where we are all looking forward to, right? Where we are like, oh, I can breathe. You know, that darkness that I went through, that season that I went through is behind me, you know. Um, In this uh, breathing again, what are some of the things that you do when it comes to, you know, spending time with family? Because we are going into holiday season, And, you know, I know you have your mom and your sister and you're going to get together with family members for Thanksgiving and the holiday season Mm -hmm. and kids and da, 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 da. What do you want to even share when it comes to how you breathe again every single day, the highs Mm -hmm. and lows of doing life as a woman? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Okay. So the holidays are a great example of a time where now I've realized in my life, these are one of the things, this is one of the things I, you know, wish I would have known sooner, but you know, Mm -hmm. here we are. So the importance of taking care of myself, Mm -hmm. nurturing myself and knowing what it is for me, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So for the holidays, I'm not the one who likes to do all the cooking and have all the hosting and clean up the house and everything's going to be laid out perfectly. Mm -mm, That is exhausting to me. (laughs) I cook because it is good. It's uh, cost effective. Mm -hmm, I don't want my mm -hmm. kids eating out all the time, you know, but that is not one of my gifts. Hospitality is not one of those joys (laughs) for me. Mm -mm. (laughs) So... For the holidays, y'all, I always go to somebody else's house. <laughs> always. You were at my house last year for Thanksgiving. Thank you. <laughs> Let me tell you, that is me filling my cup, okay? I am very clear. <laughs> but please tell me what I can bring that I do not have to cook. I bring all the utensils. I will bring the cake from whatever bakery you tell me to get it from. Y'all, I got you. <laughs> So it is when we get to that place, back to being authentic and me being so clear on who I am and who mm-hmm. I'm not, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. that's how I keep it going. Mm-hmm. That's how mm-hmm. I, you know, keep from feeling completely depleted. Yes. Like now it's time for me to stop. So you said your default is introvert. My default is extrovert. Mm. So only by the Holy Spirit and through prayer, do I finally take the time to sit down and be Mm, still like y'all? So when I went through my divorce, even still now, sort of, kind of. So I had a therapist at that time. I still have a therapist. And then I also had a life coach. Mm -hmm. So I knew I needed some help. 
mm-hmm. beyond, I mean, I've been to counseling at church many mm-hmm. times, mm-hmm. you know, um, mm-hmm. I know my word, all those mm-hmm. things, but I knew I needed some extra help to get mm-hmm. through this season. Mm-hmm. And so that's another thing that I have to have to keep my cup filled, yes. to make sure that I'm not carrying a whole bunch of guilt and yes. extra burdens and yes. pressures yes. <laughs> that do not serve me. Yes. So y'all have a therapist. I also have my kids in therapy. Mm-hmm. Um, it helps us to communicate with each other, mm-hmm. helping me to get to the those blind spots mm-hmm. because I do like to do a lot of things mm-hmm. <laughs> um, to just give them the support they need. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's taught me a lot about the challenge of transition Mm -hmm. um and how much that affects kids Mm -hmm. you know I mean yeah it's hard for us to go through change but it's Mm -hmm. so much harder for them especially Mm -hmm. when they don't fully understand Mm -hmm. and don't have the capacity just Mm -hmm. yet but they just know things are off they know Mm -hmm. I'm sad Mm -hmm. they know I don't feel so good I'm unsettled Mm -hmm. in my spirit you know Mm -hmm. um so I would say learning what fills my cup for me you know we get this whole big thing about self-care and all that. It's not a manicure and a pedicure for me. It's just not my thing. Like it doesn't Mm -hmm. have to look like for anyone else, what it is Mm -hmm. for you. Mm -hmm. Um, So that for me, um, and once again, like I said, coming to the holidays, I get to attend and I don't mind doing all the cleaning when I didn't also do all the cooking. So which you, know. you did last year, you were like, I can't help with this. You oh. helped clean up a little bit, you know. I got so you. I appreciated that. And I always yes. say that those are the real friends, y'all, when they <laughs> stay behind to help you clean. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. So, so yeah, you know, it is it, it's it's interesting when you're talking about the holiday season and you know how we manage and I like that you know who you are enough to say that I am not going to put up for anybody. You know, I like to show up with, you know, a casserole, whatever it is, and let's have a good time, you know, and then whoever is hosting, you know, host, and they also enjoy hosting, you know. Um, I always say that when you come to my house, I can cook a storm, and but I'm not the presentation kind of person where the, the china has to be this. No, 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 no everybody figure it out in the kitchen it's all on the island figure it out mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah but we're gonna have a good time and we're gonna eat so good okay Yep, so so what I'm hearing here is as moms, as wives, as sisters, as women, as we are going into this busy season of the year, it is busy. You're shopping. You are attending a lot of parties. You are going places and all that. You have to not deplete yourself before the 1st of January. You can still enjoy, like be in the moment and experience. I love the word experience experience people, experience the meaning you have to be intentionally present, you know, and experience the world around you because it's moving so fast, you know, it is moving so fast. So 
when we talk about, you know, I asked you in the beginning, how is your heart? Um, we have all these well-beings, mental, emotional, physical, spiritual, and financial. Share with us when it comes to these well-beings, how Caroline ensures that she is maintaining, sustaining, and even growing in those areas. So what are you doing when it comes to your mental well-being? What are you doing when it comes to your emotional well-being, spiritual, physical, and financial? So I've mentioned before about journaling and one thing I like to do, especially speaking of the end of the year, this mm -hmm. is the time, I know sometimes people do it around their birthday, mm -hmm. um, but I really do like to reflect on the previous year and think about what is coming in the next year. Mm -hmm. Another thing I've had the, the privilege of doing a couple of times is like visualizing what I want for my future, right? Mm -hmm. Kind of like five to 10 year range, but then also like 10 to 20 year. Mm -hmm. And um, I actually have done a visualization of what that is. So I know what I'm working towards and what I would ultimately love to do and be, you know? And so taking the steps backwards from this is where I would love to be, you know, in the next 10 to 20 years. And knowing that every year I get a chance to move in that direction, right? Yes. So I always do a word of the year. It usually also aligns with a scripture. Mm -hmm. And so I can look at my journal and see what was my word of the year for 2022. You know, mm -hmm. what were those scriptures? You know, what kind of progress did I make? How, how did I grow? You mm -hmm. know, what do I want more of mm -hmm. in the coming year? Mm -hmm. So um, that really takes me spiritually, but then it's also practical because mm -hmm. there are things that you have mm -hmm. to do to achieve mm -hmm. certain goals. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's, that's one, bringing my journaling, having certain things I want to grow in. Um, I'm also not a very um, structured person. I tend to be a little more free-spirited. Uh, so I like having a word. And I want that word to flow through everything I do, right? Or in general, I know I want to take a trip in the first quarter of 2023. And I know that I want to get to, my parents are from Barbados. I definitely want to try to make it to Barbados in 2022. So even if I don't have specific dates or things, for me, because I'm so busy and I do like to give and share <laughs> and serve, I have to have something to look forward to that is all mine. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. So making plans, uh, knowing that that's getting me closer to where mm -hmm. I ultimately want to mm -hmm. be and mm -hmm. that it's just for me, I, I like to have that. You know, mm -hmm. and then also have like family plans and goals. So I also like to have uh, an idea of what I want to do, you know, what direction I want to go for the family and how do I make sure I expose my my children to these things I would love mm -hmm. for them. Mm -hmm. Right. Not mm -hmm. saying that, you know, like, for example, my oldest, I'm, she will graduate in two years. She's in the 10th grade. So spring break, we did some college tours. So, you know, you know, what are those things I want to expose my kids to, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, hopefully she'll want to go to college, but mm -hmm. you know, I'm just going to expose her to the things yes. that I would love 
for her and speak those things into her, you know? Um, So for me, having things to look forward to, Mm -hmm. um, let's see, because it always feels good to check things off the list to feel like you're <laughs> achieving something, you know, hey, this is what I said I was going to do and I did it. And you did it. You know? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, And then you, that's probably emotional, spiritual, um, physical, hmm, <laughs> probably have some area for growth. <laughs> In this department of physical care. I, I see you posting Instagram up and down. Like I, I'm getting back and then I'm getting back. <laughs> I'm always getting back, child. My goal was couch to 5K. That's what I was going to do this year. <laughs> I was going to run a whole 5K. I started couch to 5K a couple of times. I did not complete. <laughs> so but you started. I did. So that will be one I need to put back on the list for next year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I like the idea of running because I feel like I have no excuse. I don't have a gym. I don't have to have a gym membership. Mm -hmm. I can always drag the girls. They love going to the park Mm -hmm. so I can go outside with them. So I really liked the couch to 5k. So another thing for me is accountability. Speaking Mm -hmm. of the sisterhood and so a friend, another friend and I were doing Couch to 5K mm-hmm. together. Mm-hmm. So once again, for me, accountability works really well. Okay, mm-hmm. we're we going to both do week one together, week two. You know, um, you know, Kate, you and I have talked before that you are more of a self-starter, self-motivated. You're going to do it whether people there or not. And yeah, I'm more of a, okay, if me and her doing it together, you know, maybe I'll stick with it. <laughs> and you know, you can oh you can always let me know when you want to get the run at running, if for nothing at all, running is my basics. Wow. I love running. Even when I had my plantar fasciitis two years in a row, okay. I I was still running. I did the half um the half marathon in uh Savannah, wow. you know. So I have I have this affinity for running. It's kind of like my time. Truly, it's my time, you know. So when I saw your couch too, I was like, you can do it, you can do it, you can do it. And I see how people fall in love with it. It is just you and Mm -hmm. you are doing, you're competing with yourself. Mm -hmm. And then to see the progress, Mm -hmm. oh my goodness, even Mm -hmm. in three weeks, Mm -hmm. you start doing a minute. The fact that I could run for two minutes straight, I was like, what? (laughs) I don't believe it. So yeah, I I gotta do it. Cause I would blow my mind if I could run more than seven (laughs) minutes. I didn't make it that far. So yeah, I can see falling in love with it. Yeah, it is. It is. So, you know, the last question I have for you is what does joy look like for you these days as a mama, as a career woman, you know, as a sister, a friend, a daughter, what does joy really look like for you these days? Wow. You know, it looks like, like freedom (sighs) and rest. You know, that girlfriend that you can meet for dinner and just, we get to just be ourselves and laugh and even cry like, oh my gosh, can you believe that? Or I remember when. Mm-hmm. So it is it is just really leaning into, man, the trials and the triumphs, mm-hmm. you know, that we experience in life. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, yeah, I have to say that's what it is. Yeah. And it's funny, the message that uh, our pastor preached today, he talked about how the wisdom is right in the middle of the storm. And y'all, I was an avoider. I was the person who never wanted to deal with conflict. I just wanted everything to be good and okay. But when I tell you, if it wasn't for the things that I've been through and gone through that fell completely apart, mm -hmm. the things that turned out the way I did not expect mm -hmm. or hope, mm -hmm. I would not have the peace of mind and the joy that I have. Yes. So it is just like, it's like acceptance, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. that's what it is. The freedom yeah. to be accepted with a friend, um, spending time with my mom, my sister, the kids, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like with my kids, if I'm hanging out with my kids with no bra on and my boobs are hanging down and they're grabbing my rolls and like that. And I am so okay with it. Like mm -hmm. I don't feel insecure mm -hmm. or anything. Yes. Like that is joy. That is joy. Girl. And that is freedom. And that is knowing that, you know, you are rested in God, whatever it is, he has your back, mm -hmm. you know, and he wants you to be exactly who he is molding you to be and not what the outside world is expecting you to be. So, so yeah, this has been great. I mean, we could go on and on, but I know the kids are asking <laughs> for food and my kids are downstairs. I can hear them screaming and I am hungry. <laughs> so, so we are going to get out of here. Where can our sisters find you if they want to connect with you? Absolutely. So like I said, I'm Caroline Colleen. On Instagram, it's caroline.colleen. Um, on Twitter, <laughs> yes, I'm going to send Kate some links because <laughs> I don't want to miss... <laughs> Uh, yeah, and I'll Facebook, put it in the Twitter. show notes. Yeah, yeah. I'll put LinkedIn. it in the show notes. Yeah, um, yeah, definitely yeah. check me out. Like, listen, share. Yeah, and um, if you want joy, you know, Caroline's is another place to find more joy. You know, and um, like she said, you know, one thing that she said that I loved, and I want you to repeat that mantra again: radiant joy giving birth to radical freedom radical freedom you know what mm -hmm. we say choose to live free y'all that's what it's all about so yes. caroline enjoy thanksgiving spend time with family come back rejuvenated and you know girl thank you for being a great friend to me and always listening to my my i i, I don't know what to do you know am i right <laughs> am i thinking right you know the holy spirit said that that, that so <laughs> Yes, what a privilege, what an honor. Absolutely. So I love you. Have fun in the holiday season, and we will catch up soon. Yeah, you too. Love you. <laughs> Bye.